On episode number 26 of the podcast, you finally get to hear my origin story, so stick around. Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast, where we celebrate writers who have completed their books and inspire writers who haven't. Join Lori and her guests as they talk about writing, books, and life in between chapters. Hey writers, I'm Lori. I'm a children's writer, but I'm also a publishing strategist. And what that means is I am passionate about helping other children's writers create and grow strong writing businesses. So I've been running this podcast for 25 episodes now. And today on episode number 26, I want to share with you how it all began for me. It was over 10 years ago. I had been teaching kindergarten for many years. And what I noticed as the years went on was that tons of kids were struggling more and more with their self-esteem and with feeling capable. And when I talk to teachers, I say it's the learned helplessness syndrome. Kids are not used to being expected to solve their own problems, day-to-day, everyday, small problems. And so they arrive at school at four or five years old, assuming that they are not able to solve these problems. So I was inspired when I was teaching to give kids language to help boost their positive self-talk for these everyday childhood moments. And I also wanted to help parents figure out how they could help their kids. So here I was with what I thought was a fantastic and needed story, but I had no idea what to do with it. And little else. I went home one day after work and wrote it all out and then had no idea what to do. I had no knowledge of how a person gets a story published. All I knew was that picture book needed pictures. So I racked my brain to think of who I knew that could draw for new writers don't do this. Anyway, I sent my friend an unsolicited manuscript, basically, and asked if she was interested in illustrating it for me. Now, don't be mad at her that she didn't want to. (laughs) I'm not mad. We're still friends. Um, And I really don't think it would have gone well if we had tried to work together. So what she did was wrote me back and said, you know, it's not right for me, which was totally fine and valid. And in the end, a really smart move for her to avoid that friendship trap. Naturally, though, because she was the only one that I had shown the book manuscript to, I assumed it was garbage. I filed it away on my computer. I never looked at it again for years. I never even thought about it for a super long time. So life carried on. I got married. I had three kids and I was lucky because I had the choice of whether or not I would stay home with them. I ended up resigning from the school board where I worked and I was a stay-at-home mom. Well, I'm still, I guess, technically a stay-at-home mom, (laughs) but I had been a stay-at-home mom for about eight years. And I used to joke more and more often as the years went on that I really felt like being at home was best for the kids, but not best for me, which I realize now was not a funny joke at all, but I share it here because I know there's a lot of you out there who feel the same way that I felt. You feel like, of course, you love your kids, but you're not being fulfilled creatively or intellectually. And that's how I felt. I felt like my brain was leaking out my ears some days. 
At the time, though, I didn't know what to do. I just felt like I was rolling with the punches in the passenger seat of my life, you know, ups and downs and bumps and just priding myself on being flexible for the ride that is motherhood with young children. I would spend my time trying to fulfill myself creatively by dabbling in a variety of different things. So, for example, I took a painting course with my best friend and painted for a while. Spoiler alert, I don't do my own art because I'm not artistic. I cannot paint. It didn't go well. But it was fun. And for a while, I thought about doing a soap company with also my best friend, who also went to a workshop with me one Saturday, and it was really fun and fairly easy and seemed like a great idea at the time. Notice that I have this common partner in crime. Um, What else did I do? I watched YouTube tutorials and learned how to make hair bows for my daughter because I thought, this is easy and I don't have to buy these. I can totally do it myself. Uh, they were very globby with the glue, and my daughter hates hair pretties, and so that kind of fell by the wayside as well. The last thing I did, did before writing was I had a direct sales company for over a year, and I actually really liked that, and it taught me a lot about this sort of new and improved opportunities that are online. This is a good time to pause and to share with you a little blurb of information from Angela, who is a writer I'm currently working with. Angela's feelings so closely mirror my own from years ago. I wanted to share with everybody that it's not just you, you know, it's not just you that has drawers full of manuscripts and um, apps on your phone full of book ideas and no idea how to move forward. And you're not the only one who questions whether or not you should. Hi, Lori. Hi, everyone. My name's Angela, and I am hoping to publish a children's book in the near future with the help of Lori and everyone that's um, signed up for the course that I'm in right now with Lori. I'm feeling quite vulnerable, which is something um, I was actually surprised that I was starting to feel this way as soon as I um signed up I felt really great and so excited and I was so excited that I was even waking up in the you know early mornings with all of these ideas and um not really nervous yet but then as soon as I started the course um everyone's been so supportive um but I've been feeling really nervous about sharing my ideas and kind of feeling like my ideas aren't that exciting. Um, But I think that um, when I put it down on paper, and with the support of everybody in the course, and have an outline, I feel much more comfortable with it. Um, And I know it's going to take some time and I'm nervous about finding the right illustrator. And um, but I'm also excited. So I think I'm I'm 50 50 right now. So I'm really excited about um, bringing my dream to reality. So I've always thought about writing books and I, up until about a year and a half ago, I was thinking about a children's book based on my experience in the school. Um, and then, um, also bringing my dogs to school every day with the children and they're my main characters. So I'm excited to bring this to life. Um, so finally, um, I'm able to, 
put this into action um, with the help of this course because I just didn't even know really where to start. I didn't know the difference between self-publishing and mainstream publishing and um, also figuring out, you know, really um, good ways to finding an illustrator. I had no idea about all of these websites. So, so far I've learned so much and I'm super excited about the process um, and nervous Hopefully the nervousness goes away, but I'm, uh, yeah, excited to share how things are going. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Angela, for being brave enough to share that. I actually asked quite a few people to share with me, to share with me their feelings about how they were feeling right now before publishing a book. And uh, I appreciate people who are brave enough to put their voice out there and to share those feelings of vulnerability and insecurities. And I can assure everybody that Angela's book idea is fantastic and, and she's going to do just, just fine. Now, Angela referenced a course. So this is kind of a side note. She referenced a course that I'm currently running. It's called Profitable Picture Books, How to Self-Publish a Children's Book. But don't get too excited about it because I'm opening it, um, at the end of June, but only for teachers. You have to be a teacher to work with me during the summer. And so for everybody who's not a teacher, you're going to have to wait until the fall. So don't get too excited, but I will link the information to the course below in case you just want to check it out to see what she's talking about. Okay. So let's continue on with my story. A few years ago, I joined an online group that was all about getting your mojo back as a mama, which is what I felt I needed exactly. And working in that small groove with people in the similar situation helped me begin, you know, the seating change from the passenger seat into the driver's seat in my life. The lady who runs these fabulous courses is called the Mojo Mama, and you can find her over at Instagram, and I highly recommend that you do because she's amazingly motivational. So it was while I was working with these mamas, these other mamas, that I finally got up the guts to share about the book I'd written and kept secret for so long. And they were very encouraging. They were motivating, and you know, they gave me just the right amount of love and a kick in the butt to to take a chance, finally, on myself and on my story. So it was at that point, about three years ago, I did the research and learned, you know, how you get traditionally published. And as it turns out, it's not the straight road to fame and fortune, as so many people think it is. And they don't just come knocking on your door after you've written a book. Imagine that. It takes a lot of work. It's a lot. It's really frustrating to go that route. Um... And it often doesn't really pay off. So then I learned about self-publishing, which up until now, you know, I didn't even know it was a thing. And the information that I learned about it was kind of mind-blowing and life-changing because it turned out I didn't have to wait two or three years for my book to be published. Now, remember, I had sat on this book idea for like 10 years already. And at this point, after having made the decision to to get it out there in the world, to take this chance on myself, I didn't want to wait even a minute longer than I had to. At that point, I found an illustrator. Um, That's one of the main things that had held me up for years because, remember, I can't draw. I can't paint either. And so I had to find someone who could do it. I ran a crowdfunding campaign to pay for her, and then... Lickety split, I had my book published within five months. 
So if you are someone who is interested in running a crowdfunding campaign, leave me a comment under this and I will um, decide if there's enough interest that I'll do a podcast episode about Kickstarters and GoFundMes and Indiegogos. If you are interested in hearing more about these crowdfunding campaigns, feel free to write some questions as well, because I actually know someone who's an expert in crowdfunding, and I will see if I can sweet talk her into coming on the podcast with me to answer some of your questions, but only if people are interested and want more information. Let's hear from one more writer at the beginning of her publishing journey. Like many other people, I have had story ideas and even full stories rattling around in my head, jotted on scraps of paper, and written into full manuscripts. But I always got stuck at the same place. What do I do next? I didn't know how to get from ideas to a finished product. Then the wonderful world of self-publishing came on my radar, and now I feel so energized by all the possibilities. Sure, it's a bit overwhelming to learn a whole new business model and to create an outstanding story, but I love that I get to be in charge of my writing career and not spin my wheels hoping for a big break in the traditional publishing world. I'm having to dig deep for courage to share my writing, become comfortable with my insecurities about trying something new, and overcome a fair bit of overwhelm. But I am loving this journey. This path has already been tremendously rewarding, and it feels wonderful to see my stories come to life. I'm going to end episode number 26 of the Writer's Way podcast here. If you're already feeling like you can identify with my story and you resonate with the words of our friends who shared today, maybe you're ready to take the next step. Maybe you're ready to decide if it's time to ditch your doubt about your story. Is it ready to come out of the drawer? Is it ready to be brought to life? Head to creativewriter.com and take the Ditch Your Doubt course. But because you're my special friends and you've listened to this fabulous podcast that I've done for you today, make sure to use the 50% off coupon, which is simply the word READY, as in I'm ready to ditch my doubt. You've been listening to the Writer's Way podcast. For show notes, links to guests' information, and to learn more about the Writer's Way, check out loririder.com. Until next week, enjoy this chapter of your life.